of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome from Southwest Florida. I hope you guys are doing well, everyone. And we've got a busy show as usual. And Jeff, what is on tap besides well, first basketball? Of all, let me say to everybody that uh, this is really a kind of a day of celebration for all of us. Now, Monday, of course, was Pi Day. Uh, March 14th was Pi Day 314. But really, our anniversary, because it's, it actually falls on March 19th, we are actually going into our 13th year of doing all things radio. Who thought that 13 years ago, when Bill said to me, "Hey, how about if we make a podcast?" and we both talked about it, um, that it would that would it would it would continue lasting for all these years. But it certainly has, and we're so happy about that. Well, let's first of all talk about what's going to happen on all things radio. We're going to start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and we'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. Then we're going to follow it up with two features, both related to WBT. You see, on March 22nd, 20, uh, 1922, WBT came on the air, and it is now celebrating, or will be celebrating, 100 years of operation. The first feature is something that we did about five or six years ago. It was it was called Through 90 Years of WBT, and that celebrated, of course, their 90th anniversary. And I found a sales demonstration put together by Tom McMurray, who was the consultant who really put WBT on the map. They were a sleepy little middle-of-the-road sounding station back in the 60s and, and but when 1971 he came in and transformed that radio station into what you're going to hear and finally uh, we'll have after the wbt block of programming we'll get to hear a radio station from australia and i always remember the capital of australia because i remember going into history back in when i was in uh, you know back in high school and i didn't remember the capital of australia well the capital of australia i almost failed that history test was canberra and we're going to listen to classic, uh, the classic old, well, they call the classic radio, or, cla- or they're, they're an oldies kind of format. It's 2CA from Canberra, Australia. So all in all, we have a very busy show this week. We want to get your comments and feedback. And, of course, if you're listening and you want to call in, the number to call is 646-876-9923, 646-876-9923. And you're going to be asked for a meeting code. You dial the following numbers, 287 287- Seven two three four six zero zero two eight seven seven two three four six zero zero. You're going to ask for a user ID. Hit pound. You're going to be asked to hit pound again, and you're in like Flynn, as I always say. So that's what's coming up this week on All Things Radio Live. I used to trademark that. I think he's in like Flynn. He's um, copyright trade, that, copyright yeah. or yeah, whatever. He's, he's going to change his name to Flynn someday, probably. Yeah, well, I don't think so. But whatever. <laughs> But he's so in. This would be the day to do it, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. This so, is true. 
this is it. A uh, couple of things before we go. What was I going to say before we get started? But, yeah, we are looking forward to that. On Saturday the 19th will be my one-year anniversary for surviving the... That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. The great well, night. And the swallows will fall, fly back to Capistrano, too. All right. To tell and so we'll just keep real, 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 real busy, I, I suppose. Before we go on and before we get to Jeff's award-winning news, does anybody have anything from the panel they want to talk about? No, just March Madness is uh, underway. There are some stations that are streaming. They're not supposed to be, as we understand it, but there are a few that do. And uh, with our, within our phone world, we let people know we don't want to publicize and uh, blow whistles on folks because we're getting, uh, you know, it's almost like the old days when you, when you got the wild feeds on the satellite. You don't want to don't want to spoil it. But uh, you know, so we we got some of that today, and that was good. And uh, they're few and far between. But the coverage on Westwood One is okay if that's what you need to listen to. But um, they've got it going a lot of different ways. They've got the Westwood One. You've got it on Sirius XM. You've got it on on the March Madness, which I guess Perry was saying it was. Or I think it was Perry. So it was about seven. No, they're about ten minutes behind on the yeah, March Madness still on there. Said, and they got the yeah. Vars. It's free on the Varsity Network app. You can get the Westwood One. It's also on. Uh, was also on CBS this afternoon. I know that. Uh, and TuneIn yeah. also. Yeah, CB, CB, CBS and the Turner Channel is your TV, but yeah, you got all kinds of ways to see it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there's already been some good games and some upsets, like there always are, and uh, it's one of the best days in sports. Oh, all right. What about you, Bernie? Do you have anything to add besides your day of? <laughs> I, uh, you know, I have nothing this week. I'm, uh, I'm just kind of. I've had so much the last few weeks. I thought yeah, I. Yeah, I know. I yeah. back off a little bit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He's relaxing. He's relaxing. Sitting let, here let, with let all the things radio. Have a moment, you know. And he, he's relaxing, sitting yeah, on all things to, radio, and having a beer. So that's what he's doing right now. <laughs> I'm yeah, having a beer too. Probably, you know, that's that's what I often do. But I, I used to fill out brackets. Uh, for March Madness, and I realized one year that uh, it was really stupid for me to do that because I know nothing about college basketball. <laughs> oh, nobody else does either. That's you know, Bernie. We, I, Bernie, yeah, we I did, don't know. We did the same thing when I worked. When I worked with, they had a they had a, a March, March Madness pool, and we all filled out brackets. And of course, no one helped me do that. And yeah. I, I, the only thing I don't, the only thing I did was lose money. So that's why I didn't do well, it anymore. Yeah. What is yeah. The old joke. The old joke is what is it? Annie from accounting who knows nothing about. Uh, Basketball usually ends up winning it because she's right. Yeah, hey, they know money. She, likes, she sees yeah. the uniforms online and say, "Oh, that color looks good. I'm, I'm going to pick those guys." Exactly. Yeah, they know money. So, and speaking of knowing money, we have to support his habit. He's up to five, six, seven, eight cups a day. Something like coffee. that. Something <laughs> like that. So too much coffee, but that's probably not good for me. But. I'll but, find it when I see my doctor on Tuesday for my there you go. for my semi-annual. Oh no! Oh no! You know what that means, Bernie? Yeah, I well, do. Yes. So we will let Jeff do his thing, and you're going to hear how hyper he gets throughout the show, and he really gets going. So, Jeff, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sometimes. Sometimes he does. Yeah, sometimes. I'm Jeff for All Things Radio. It is what's happening in the world of broadcasting. More radio station groups report their fourth quarter revenue results. It's Rumba Time in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Odyssey seeks a new brand manager for KROQFM in Los Angeles, California. And finally, we'll let you know what's happening on the street. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and more radio groups continue to report their fourth quarter revenue results. In the case of Town Square Media, their revenue rose 1.9% to $110.6 million. However, the big takeaway here is that their digital revenue grew 11%. Saga also reported its fourth quarter revenue results, and they were down 1.36% to $29 million. However, if you exclude political advertising, Saga's revenue was up 10%. Yes, it certainly is a challenging time, said Ed Christian, CEO for Saga Communications, and they're hoping for better revenue in 2022. Now let's move to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where iHeartMedia made a major change in the radio station. The radio station is WISX-FM, and they transmit on a frequency of a 106.1. The station has had a soft adult contemporary format for the past three years, but that's all gone. The station has now turned to a Latin format, broadcasting different styles of Latin Top 40, and the station is calling itself Rumba 106.1. The station is undergoing a transformation with 10,000 songs, commercial-free, and we'll let you know what happens with this radio station in the future. The FCC is making news this week, and we don't really talk about the FCC all that much on All Things Radio's news. However, if your radio station is selling time to a foreign entity, you have to disclose that information to the FCC. In other news, in Los Angeles, California, Odyssey is new looking for a new program director and brand manager at radio station KROQ-FM. Mike Kaplan, who has been handling chores for KROQ-FM and WNYL-FM in New York City, has decided to step away from his role as brand manager for the Los Angeles radio station. In 2018, he took on this role with the resignation of Kevin Weatherly, who had been with KROQ for 28 years. Mike Kaplan came to KROQ after working for many years as program director at KYSR-FM, another alternative rock radio station in Los Angeles, California, owned and operated by iHeartMedia. Mike Kaplan says he wants to concentrate his time working at radio station WNYL-FM in New York City. Not only is Mike Kaplan the brand manager for Alternative Rock in New York City, he's also the format captain for Alternative Rock for all of the Odyssey-owned Alternative Rock radio stations. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. If you're Town Square Media, you'll be looking for a new program director at radio station WFGR-FM in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Leaving Grand Rapids, Michigan is Casey Daniels. She previously worked in Tallahassee, Florida for the Adams Radio Group, and she also worked at radio station WZPL-FM in Indianapolis, Indiana. Now let's move to Los Angeles, California, where ESPN Radio will continue to carry the Los Angeles Lakers under a multi-year contract at radio station KSPN-FM. With the sale of the Cox Media radio stations to Spanish Broadcasting, Cox Media is going to continue the 97X brand, and here's how it all plays out. WSUN-FM is being sold to Spanish Broadcasting Systems, and the 97X brand will continue. It will continue on a translator on 97.5 and on two HD subchannels, WWRM-FM HD2 and WPOI-FM HD2 as well. The brand will also continue online and you can find them on TuneIn Radio and iHeartRadio. Congratulations go out to Kim Fitz, who's the new midday personality at radio station WFSH-FM in Atlanta, Georgia. Kim Fitz has been a traffic reporter for the radio station and she also did weekends for the radio station. Kim Fitz replaces Park Stamper, who retired from the radio station at the end of February. Congratulations go out to Carl. Carlos Branco, who's the new assistant program director at radio station KLLI-FM, 93.9 Kali fm in Los Angeles, California. KLLI-FM programs a Latin format. He comes to this radio station after working for Univision in Houston, Texas. We also have to congratulate Dominic Zach Zaccanini, who's the new program director for iHeartMedia in Rochester, New York, and Syracuse, New York. In Rochester, New York, Dominic Zach Zaccanini will be programming radio station WHAM-AM, as well as WAIO-FM in Rochester, New York, and he'll be also handling 
the programming chores for radio station WSYR AM and FM in Syracuse, New York. In Syracuse, New York, WSYR AM and FM program a news talk format. In Rochester, New York, WHAM programs a news talk format. And WAIO FM programs a hot talk format. In St. Louis, Missouri, Hubbard Broadcasting will be making changes to the morning lineup at KSAG FM starting April 4th with a co-host. His name is A.D. Roundtree, and he comes to this radio station after working in Houston, Texas for iHeartMedia. He'll be joining John Hewlett on the morning show, and we'll let you hear an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. KSHE-FM in St. Louis, Missouri broadcasts a classic rock format. Urban One is also making changes to the radio landscape with a new program director for Cincinnati, Ohio, and Columbus, Ohio. His name is Chris Harris, and he'll be programming radio station WIZF-FM in Cincinnati, Ohio, and WCKX-FM in Columbus, Ohio. He joins this radio group after working as a producer for the Black Information Network, owned and operated by iHeartMedia. Congratulations go out to Valentine, who will continue working at radio station KBIG-FM in Los Angeles, California. The station programs a hot adult contemporary format, and he's syndicated all over the United States through Premier Radio. He'll continue his morning show with a new multi-year contract agreement. In other news, Nevada Public Radio has a new president. His name is Mark Vogelstang. He comes to this position after working for Blue Ridge Public Radio, and he also worked for Maine Public Radio as well. Finally, Rock 103 Point three premieres in Fort Myers, Florida via a translator and the HD2 subchannel of radio station WHEL-FM. We'll provide you with an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week and the number one and number three spot offer job placement services. Number one is indeed followed by Progressive Insurance, Zip Recruiter, Babbel, and Cricket Wireless. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Well, I never thought I'd see the day when we um, celebrated HD channels coming on. Wow. <laughs> well, you know what the funny thing is that Saga, and, and it really is true, it really shows what it means when you own lots of radio stations. They don't own the amount of radio stations that Town Square and iHeart and Odyssey have, and and it shows when with their revenue. The, 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 the less you own, unfortunately, translates into less revenue. When you own all the stations in a market or you own a lot of them, you certainly can dominate the market and make more money. The other the other news that, that I found interesting is that uh, folks at Odyssey are still trying to revive or keep alive the alternative rock format in New York City, and I'm not sure how long that's going to be on the New York City message boards. They're all saying, when is the switch from I uh, alternative rock going to hit so that alternative rock becomes WINSFM? Of course, yeah. no one is saying when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen, but everyone that, that goes <clears throat> to this message board are predicting that it probably will happen and I believe it will happen only because WINS Signal at Night can't compete with uh, WCBS yeah. in New York because of uh, AM in New York because of CFRB in, in Toronto, Ontario. And actually, actually, I have a little correction and then a question because uh, sort of on the same line about AM signals uh, not getting as far. It's really KSPN AM that has the Lakers at seven ten. Now the question yeah. I have is I don't know if they have a, a translator or anything on it on the FM side the Lakers or not, or if they just do it by themselves. No, they don't have a translator, but they have a very good... I've been out in California many times, and they have... They do very well. 
and they have a very good signal in Los Angeles. That used to be the old KMPC. So they, yeah. they really do very well. No, what I'm trying to tell you is they do very well in California with that signal, Sean. And unless you've been to California, yeah. you really don't know that. because yeah, I, I was in Victorville, and I got them in daytime and nighttime. So I, I, I agree. I mean, at least in 87, they were doing very well. Well, here's the thing, though. A lot of radios now, where, where AM is concerned, are not very good. No. So yeah. like, even if they have a great signal, you know, yeah. it's going to be tough. I don't know yeah. if you if you heard this or read, read about this, and I don't know if you get the stuff uh, at the radio station, Bernie, but there's an infinite dial study. And the big thing with everyone working at home and what's killing radio uh, is the fact that it, it's not that it's not that people don't want to listen to radio. What if you just want to buy a radio? The, 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 the problem with radio now, it's a hardware problem, not a software problem, right. but a hardware problem. Try to find a radio in any, any uh, department store like Target or Walmart or any of those stores. Yeah, you, you might you may be able to find a large a boombox type radio, but you're not going to find radios unless you want to order them online that through through Amazon or other sources. And that's what's killing the radio industry. So here's the other thing that may be killing the radio industry. If they decide to have daylight savings time all year round, and they're, they're talking about that as possibly in 2003, um, so of 2023, I should say, what is going to happen to those AM stations that have to go on the air? And sunrise yeah. is going to be much later, so that's all I'm going to say. Al, yeah, can you mute yourself, please? Yeah, if in some place it could be after nine o'clock in the morning. Yep. Go Hello? ahead, Al. Go ahead, Al. Hello. You're here. Yes. Could yes. you go on, please? We can hear you, Al. Okay, here we go. It's confused here. Anyway, I wasn't here last week, so I want to thank uh, you for playing the uh, Chuck Dunaway tribute. I really enjoyed that for Power Radio. And uh-huh. second of all, there's a correction, Jeff. I'm sorry here uh, to have this bring bring this up, but uh, King Kirby never worked for WKYC. He worked for Wixie from February 14th, 1967 to sometime in 1970. So I wonder that's the same King Kirby you were talking about last week. I didn't mention Ken Kirby last week. King, uh, yeah, Lou Kirby. I, I talked. I, I said Lou, Lou Kirby. Kirby. Well, I, I'm. The, Okay, well, thank you very but, much for letting for letting me know, Al, because I yeah. uh, because it, oh, the, the publication I read said that he worked at WKYC as well as Wixie. So right, uh, it was you, oh. and then he came back in 1979 to work at WBBG when they changed formats. He worked there for about a year. So just a uh, slight correction. All right, thank you very much, oh Al. God. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, one other thing. Um, you had mentioned uh, a woman in Grand Rapids who was leaving, uh, but I noticed you didn't say where she was going. Are you supposed to say that, or I, can I you don't not know say? where she's going. It didn't say where she was where she was going. It just I'll said tell you was, where she's going. Is she going Did back she to Indianapolis? Fifty dollars. Yes, she is. She's coming to. She's coming to WIBC. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Breaking, breaking news. Friday. Breaking news. You would know because you happen to work for the company, Bernie. But, but the, well, it, and it, I just saw the email came out like this afternoon about 5 o'clock. So that's why we uh, say breaking news right here on All Things Radio. Whose place is she when going to take? Fix it, you know that. Yeah, Bernie, well, whose place is she going to take? On uh, well, she's going to work with Rob, Rob Kendall. Uh, I, I think right now he's working by himself. I don't know because I never listen to WIBC, so I don't. 
Oh. I don't really know, but and I know we are going to work together, and I believe it's going to be beginning on April fourth. And I know why you don't listen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for telling me because what it said in the, in the yeah. column that I read, it said it, it said uh, she'll be seeking other opportunities. It didn't say where. Yeah. Maybe she didn't want that published. And maybe she just is maybe that a different company exactly. where she was? Yes, Bernie. Yeah. Okay. There. There you go. Uh, if she, they go, if they're going from an iHeart to an iHeart, they'll make sure you know it. But if yeah, they well, aren't, she oh, was yeah. working for a oh, company yeah. that owned Mona's Midwest Midwest family uh, out in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and that's that's not owned by Emma. So uh, yeah, right. Tr- trust me, that is an upgrade. That certainly is an upgrade. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. Well, now now we all know. Maybe I wasn't even supposed to say it. Oh, that's just fine. Oh, wait a minute. Let me get out at five it. o'clock. And that's the way the internet is. If you put it out on the email, you know, that's the thing people have, have finally learned, I think, about email. Is, you know, assume everybody can read it because someday they will. You know, Let me get on the do. hotline here and type out this email. All right. Go right well, ahead. It, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm what you're noticing. Here's the other trend I, I'm noticing. Uh, people are going to be doing a lot more work because you see that the program director in Cincinnati is also going to oversee Columbus, Ohio. Uh, the days of a of a program director working for one radio station or one market are are quickly going yeah. away, and you're going to see. And, right. and, well, not, so they can do it virtually. They can have meetings on the you know with the pandemic that really accelerated the whole virtual thing. So, well, but know, there's a, want, there's yeah. a, there, there is a problem when you're not yeah. in that market, and you're not. In, you, there are things that go wrong, and there are things that happen. That's why that's part of the problem with with, uh, with uh, WNYL in, in New York City. Is that Mike Kaplan was working and run, running both radio stations, and New York is a lot different than Los Angeles, and it's very tough. And there's a lot of competition in New York City, for example. An alternative could work there, but I think that again, I've said it over and over again because I do listen to the radio station to see what's going on. I do think that it's a station that they haven't been able to find their way. When you listen to it, when you listen to it, there's something missing there, and I can't explain what it is. I, uh, but it's definitely something missing there, and I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. It doesn't sound like any other radio station. It sounds like they're doing it, but it sounds like they're doing it with a half-hearted approach to the format. That's all I can say. Well, I'm you not- wonder too, you know, and it's a whole thing about. And Bernie would certainly be able to speak to this because uh, maybe because he's dealt with people from afar. But if you you have to trust the people that are on the ground in the area that you are, and you you know you're in Columbus, you're not in Cincinnati, and vice versa. And even though it's just across the state, or you're the sports captain, or the the uh, alternative captain, or whatever of, of different things, you've got to really trust the people on the ground. And hey, that may work in Philadelphia, but it doesn't work in Boston or New York and L.A. Exactly. And you've got to you got to trust everybody. Well, you know? as Mike and well, I have talked the, about. Oh, go ahead, Bernie. Good. The Sorry. other interesting thing about that is that um, people used to program, as you pointed out, one station. One station, that's it. They programmed the station, maybe even did an air shift. But all of a sudden, these guys are programming two or three radio stations. And I'm thinking, man, they must have been just sitting on their butts doing nothing all those years. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> well, here's the other part of the problem, Bernie. Here's the other part of the problem. And I still see it's going to happen. Um, you see it in Australia. You see it in England. And you're seeing it in Canada where you have one format. You may have a separate morning show in, 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 the, in, a, in a particular market. But all the other stations are basically simulcasting that format with the same music, the same personalities, and uh, and and it's going to happen more and more. You're seeing it on iHeartRadio in some respects, but when I when I 
when you listen to Smooth FM in London, for example, it's in England. It's it's like it's simulcast on all the formats. It's not as if there's a different yeah. voice tracking for each station. So that's what's going to happen here, and it's only a and, matter of time. The thing, the thing about it is they make they make no bones about it. They, I mean, it is the same station across the country. It just happens to be. And, 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 and what to say that you can't have as you can't have a Z100 all over the country, or even if you don't call it Z100, call it ZFM. You know. Whatever. Well, like, I'm just, well, they all—they're all basically doing that. With I mean, most of them except Z100 or Kiss FM across the country, so they're already kind of doing it. Well, yeah, they—they they are kind of doing it, but they still have—they still have—they're not simulcasting like they are overseas. No. Bernie is exactly no. right. But I think the difference between uh, there's a psychology difference between uh, the UK and you can drive from one end of it to the other in a day. You yeah, can't but, do but, that. But there country. is a psychology difference, but you know what? As Marshall McLuhan, the professor said, we are living in a global village, and this is the way that this is what the future of, of, of radio is going to be. It is it is what it's going to be, because the FCC has ruled that you that you can have your studios anywhere now. You know they don't have to even be in the town where your radio station is. So that's well, what's going on. Com- <laughs> well, if everybody is following uh, the script and everybody's doing that and, you know, and you have all the big, uh, you know, and, and it's going to be more that way in a, a bigger market, but in a medium market or even even for New York to L.A. or whatever, it's not going to work. And certainly some formats can't work. Sports is sports. It, it, I, I can, I can tell you right now, it doesn't matter what market it is, because because what's going to happen is those media market stations will 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 key into the bigger market yeah. radio stations and they'll and, and you'll hear those small market radio stations. Uh, get into those big, get the programming from those big market stations. So you're, you're, I think you're wrong about that one, Chris. Bill, you I may see not- like your big companies do it, but maybe some of your small that own small clusters of stations. Now, how long will they be able to stay in it? I think they'll I, stay more. Sean, I, th- th- Sean, I, Sean, you are as wrong as you can be because as, if, if, if the if the price <laughs> is right, the state radio stations will do it. I can tell you that right well, now. They'll sell. It. They'll sell to the big companies. No, they're not. No, they they will they will they will lease time. They will get their programming from other markets, and they will pay for it. And it will it will be worthwhile for both the large market and the small market through advertising revenue share and everything else. So I think that's what's going to happen. Bill, how about if we get to Jennifer's call or in format changes? Well, Jennifer's ready to go. Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of March 17th. K-A-I-H FM 89.3 Lake Havasu City, Arizona changes frequency to 89.5 K-B-C-Z FM 90.1 Boulder Creek, California changes frequency to 89.3 K K-E-Z-F FM 88.7 Grants, New Mexico changes frequency to 91.1 K-U-X-U FM 88.5 Monroe, Utah changes frequency to 88.3 W-U-F-Y FM 98.7 East Harwich, Massachusetts changes frequency to 101.5 W-K T-R-A-M 840 Earliesville, Virginia changes frequency to 
640 WKWR FM 90.1 Key West, Florida changes frequency to 89.9 WMEK FM 88.3 Kennebunkport, Maine changes frequency to 88.1 WTUA FM 106.1 Panopolis, South Carolina changes frequency to 105.9 WVBD FM 100.7 Fayetteville, West Virginia changes frequency to 97.9 WPHB AM 1260 Phillipsburg, Pennsylvania changes slogan from 1260 AM 104.1 FM WPHB to 104.3 Jack FM KCMQ FM 96.7 Columbia, Missouri changes slogan from Rock 96.7 to 96.7 KCMQ KESN FM 103.3 Allen, Texas changes format from sports to religious teaching. WAKP FM 89.1 Smithboro, Georgia changes format from not available to variety. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a very good week. Wow. Moving day. You know, they talk about the third yeah. round of the Masters being yeah. moving day. All the frequencies. There were hardly any format changes. Everything moved. Mm-hmm. What happened? It must have been like waking up on the morning. What was that day in 1941? And everything was different. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, the format changes are, are fewer and far between. And I look at the news and I have like five different sources. And you're not seeing a lot of format changes these days. They're, they're, but all I see, and you saw it in the radio news, is personnel changes. This program director has gone from this station to yeah. this station. This program yeah, director is exactly. programming this station and that station. The, uh, this company is buying out this company. But you don't see a lot of... Uh, I, 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 people I just don't want to spend money right now on, on, on something that they don't know what's going to happen right now. It's, a, it's yeah. taking a, a, For two years, our economy has gone into a slump. And it has had a devastating effect on much of the radio industry that we that we listen to, uh, and that's why you're not seeing a lot of a lot of great changes these days. Why do you think that uh, IR Media is nationalizing the more of their shows? Like we've already saw it with the oldie stations bringing Martha Quinn on doing middays, where they would have been uh, different depending on the, the type of oldies format. There would have been different people voice tracking that. I mean. This is what's happening. This is why I say we're becoming more of a nationalization to radio these days. Um, but uh, maybe, Bernie, I, got, I think you're right about one thing. Maybe maybe some radio station in, in the United States should pick up the Steve Allen show from London. because that is They should. A, Somebody should. Great talk show. I agree. I listen to that you know every what? morning. They don't even need to. They don't even need to. We can listen to it right there. So There you go. And I, don't know, I don't know that it would work here. It's... Uh, it's an acquired taste, almost. <laughs> I love it, but it... Well, well tell I, me about it, because I've, I've not well, heard it. So well, we, 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 actually, we actually featured it on All Things Radio. Yeah. He, I forgot how long he's on. Let's say it's two hours, I'm saying. Three I'm hours. Right. Three he's hours. On, all right, he's on, he's on for uh, three hours every morning. But the weird thing is, 
his time slot is four to seven a.m. Hmm. Right, because the morning uh, a lot of times in, in, in the, in the United Kingdom, yeah. mor- morning shows start at seven, not necessarily six on some of these stations. He doesn't right. take any right, phone calls. Thing, none, none. But he no. does read emails and texts, and he uh, comments on the news, newspapers and stuff. But he's a bit caustic, and Good. some people <laughs> yeah, really don't like that. I, 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 I like to love it. I, he, he's got an interesting. It. He's got an interesting take on life. You know, I got to tell you, I've, I've, I listen to that show. He's on LBC. By the way. Uh, not that, not that I'm a freak of, of the, the Steve Allen show, but today's his birthday. He's 68. Just wow, well, there you go. No, he's just he's so, almost. So now, almost is, he, is he uh-huh. liberal, conservative, or sort of like down down the middle, or, or what does he do? You know, that's a good question because sometimes I think I know, and then other, then he'll fool me by. Well, that's you know, good. Well, that's it a good depends, thing. It yeah. depends yeah. on the issue. That's where he talks about it. it depends yeah, on the really issue. Does. Um, yeah, and, and like I said, if we could go back and do, I don't have the show. I lost some of the podcasts from way back, but we did feature many years ago, a number of years ago, Steve uh, Steve Allen from LBC. So that I do, and I, yeah, tell you, and, I do remember we, that. You can, I mean, you can you can get him, and in fact, they they put the show in podcast form after they run it live. So I don't hear it when I when they run it live anymore because. I don't need to. I get up in the morning and listen to it. And but get for, the, free. for those who want to know, uh, LBC London Broadcasting is available on TuneIn. LBC.co.uk is their website. They have two. They're the company that owns them. They have two radio stations in London. They have LBC, which is their, which is the 1152, which is their um, news all news station or the news station. And they yeah, have, that's their AM. That's the AM. The FM is on 97. Yeah. What the hell? Tech 97. Ninety-seven point three. That's their. They also that's their talk music. station. That, that company also owns Hard and Capital FM and some other ones. Yeah, I think it's on my Bauer. I think it's on my Bauer Media. They own Gold. Gold, which is used to be yeah, Capital Gold, gold but that's on. They transmit on digital, and they're also on medium wave. As they, they don't call it AM over there, it's, and the frequency is medium fifteen forty-eight. Forty-eight. So, yeah. So that's Capital Gold, and uh, I think you. you I I like to listen to stations from all over the world. Um, I do too. And, I do too. And it's uh, fine. I, I miss the days when Radio Luxembourg was on shortwave, and I could listen to their top forty because they were good back then. On, uh, but uh, that, that's a long I time ago. Never got to hear. So, so Bill, let's uh, talk about uh, going to the south, uh, where I used to, where I used to fly in all the time. But in order to get to Augusta, Georgia, we'd fly in North Carolina, and I've been mm-hmm. to Charlotte a number of times. So you made a lot I, of trips to Augusta, didn't you? I did when I first when I first uh, met Kristen. I made a lot of trips to Augusta. We and I liked it out there. It was really nice. I don't think I was going to move there per se, but I, I I enjoyed, especially during the Masters time, and it was really nice yeah. out there at that time of the year. And and what can you say? But uh, Charlotte is also a very nice city. It really is a nice yeah. city, and people are very very nice in Charlotte. Let, let me ask your input about something. Um, since we've got a little bit, should I run these back to back? Or? No, let's make let's comment on them. Okay. Yeah, because it's a different, uh, yeah, you know, like the whole history, and then talk about how they transitioned in the yeah. early seventies and what. Well, I'll, I'll I'll save my comment for about how the stations. All, I'll, I'll make it now. The the stations, the big Kahuna's, basically came from different directions, except for CBS. CBS kind of kept doing their own thing. But the big kahunas that you heard around the country, the WBZs, the KDKAs, the WLWs, the WBTs, ended up about 1972 in about the same place. 
where they had a sports component. They had a, a um, you know, they had uh, up, up-tempoed their music. They had various amounts of talk, what they felt was important for their town. And, you know, that, that's what they did. And they'd come from different points, like, okay, KDK and BZ had been rock stations. Yeah, but that, has nothing, but that really has that nothing way. to do with Charlotte. I mean, we're just... We're no, no, about what that. I'm saying is WBT did the same thing. When, when we get to the second thing, where the guy brought it up where the other stations were, where WLW and BZ and them were, from different perspective, from their... WLW and, K, and um, BT came from the middle-of-the-road side of it, and BZ and KDK toned it down... But they ended up in the same place in the early 70s. That was my point. Okay. Well, let's listen to the WBT as it celebrated 90 history, years. Yeah. Yes. There's something about this building that makes you not want to leave. It is really something to be in the company of these great broadcasters. This is a gathering of eagles. WBT is a badge I wear on my chest or sleeve or wherever, and I'm proud to wear it. All of my life when I've been in this business, I wanted to come here to the Mecca. This is a mountain. WBT! Today we're standing at 2632 Mecklenburg Avenue, just in front of the Charlotte Country Club entrance. Before us, the wide sweeping lawns of the Country Club, and out in the rear of this beautiful, stately, gracious old home is a small chicken house. At least many, many years ago, it was a chicken house. And at this very spot where I'm now standing on April 10th, 1922, WBT, the great colossus of the South, was born. WBT had very simple beginnings. It started out as a hobby by three men who had been ham radio operators prior to World War I. Fred Laxton, Fred Bunker, and Earl Gluck combined forces to start an experimental wireless station in late 1920. Mr. Gluck recalls the effort on a past anniversary program. I had come to Charlotte right after World War One, and having been a ham before the war, I was interested in uh, getting a ham station on the air again and met Mr. Laxton and another gentleman, Mr. Bunker, in a store downtown in Charlotte where we were all interested in buying some materials to rebuild our ham station. At that time, Mr. Laxton told us of a new high-powered vacuum tube being built by General Electric, and he thought he might be able to get one of them. Uh, and if he could get it, he suggested we combine our efforts and build a, a radio telephone transmitter. Thanks to his connection to General Electric, Mr. Laxton managed to get his hands on a very rare broadcasting tube. He installed it at station 4XD and ran some tests using his chicken coop as an antenna. In 1926, WBT was bought by C.C. Coddington, a Buick automotive distributor, and the station relocated to the Coddington building on Trade and Graham Streets. In 1929, WBT was purchased by CBS and increased to 25,000 watts. The studios were moved to the Wilder building on South Tryon Street. Good morning. 
This is Grady Cole, and it's WBT Charlotte, North Carolina. The 30s began the Grady Cole era as the broadcast pioneer joined WBT as a full-time announcer. WBT is owned and operated by the Jefferson Standard Broadcasting Company, a subsidiary of the Jefferson Standard Life Insurance Company. WBT finally became a 50,000-watt station in 1933, and it also marked the arrival of Charles H. Crutchfield. It was the summer of 1933 when Crutchfield signed on as a WBT announcer for $20 a week. And he went on to start such programs as The Briar Hoppers, The Crazy Water Crystals Show, and The Carolina Hayride. In 1935, he organized the first ever broadcast of The Rebel Yell, which was used to chase Yankees away during the Civil War. Now, boys, anytime you're ready, led by Mr. Alexander, we'll have The Rebel Yell broadcast on the radio for the first time in history. Also in 1935, Crutchfield became program director of WBT. The following year, he took to air on the CBS radio network before President Roosevelt's Green Pastures speech made here in Charlotte. The president was almost an hour late getting to Charlotte on account of a heavy rain, and here we were feeding the entire CBS network, and it looked like I was the one holding the bag. Why, I guess I had lived for 55 minutes straight. No script, no president, no nothing. Just 30,000 rain-soaked Democrats and one exhausted announcer. It's time to go down to Arthur Smith's Corner Store. In the 1940s, WBT featured the likes of the Johnson family, the Carter family, and Arthur Smith of the Cracker Jacks, among others. In 1945, the Jefferson Standard Life Insurance Company bought WBT from CBS and the station's frequency moved from 1080 kilohertz to the modern-day 1110 kilohertz position. By decade's end, Fred Kirby, Clyde McLean, Doug Mays, and Jim Patterson had joined the station. The 50s saw names like Phil Agresta, Bob Bean, Gil Stamper, Charles Corral, Alan Newcomb, Lunas McLuhan, Lee Kirby, Bob Rayford, and Owen Spann grace the airwaves of WBT. In April of 1955, WBT moved from the Wilder Building to its present location at what is now called One Julian Price Place. I really thought part of my job was to kind of be the spokesperson for Charlotte, North Carolina. The 60s ushered in a new era of music and information on WBT. And a giant torch was passed in 1961 as Chapel Hill native Ty Boyd took over for the legendary morning man, Grady Cole. I loved being here just after Grady Cole and, and seeing the enormous uh, impact he'd had on this market. And then getting to sit in that chair, certainly not replacing him, but getting to sit in that chair. In 1963, Charles Crutchfield was named president of the Jefferson Pilot Broadcasting Company, a position he held until his retirement in 1977. The 70s brought about more change as WBT became a top 40 adult contemporary music-oriented station. H.A. Thompson, Bob Lacey, Don Russell, and Rockin' Ray Gooding were among the new arrivals. Jeff Pilot began airborne traffic reports. WBT's Sky Show, the Southeast premier July 4th event, was born in 1976 as the United States celebrated its centennial birthday. 
H.A. H. Thompson was the number one midday personality in America at one point in 1977. H.A. H. Thompson. Woo! Roll back out the alley, baby, and drink some more wine on BT. H.A. Thompson Showtime at your radio station, WBT. And WBT was Billboard Magazine's Station of the Year in 1978. A year later, Henry Bogan arrived from Greensboro to host a nighttime telephone talk show called Hello, Henry. Hello, WBT, you're on the air. Hello, Henry. Hi. Hello, Henry. Hi. Hello, Henry. Hey, guy, how you doing? I'm a first-time caller. Hey, hold on. Don't go any further. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The Goose said hello, and by the way, that's the key of G. The Goose is the key of G. Stereo 1110, WBT. In the 80s, WBT welcomed the likes of Spike O'Dell, Pete Sullivan, Mike Collins, James K. Flynn, and David Appleford. WBT sounds like Charlotte Sports. In 1988, WBT was named the first and only flagship station of the NBA Charlotte Hornets. Hoffman, left side baseline to Reed. Six on the shot clock, he'll fire. No good. Rebound, Doherty. But it's taken by Trapuca. Head fakes, goes up. It's good! There's your first basket. Scored by Charlotte Hornet. History's been made. On September 22nd, 1989, Hurricane Hugo struck the Carolinas. It was a scary time for the Queen City, while at the same time a shining moment in WBT's history. It's 12.05, and from the WBT Storm Center, I'm Scott Kilgore. Good morning. Hurricane Hugo has made landfall, is making landfall at this hour. Even though the station lost a tower during the storm, WBT provided listeners with life-saving news and information via battery-powered radio. Thank you, Scott, and we did have a little blurb there, a little power shake-up outage for just a moment, but we're back now. We have had a call, Scott. Several people are leaving their third shift jobs in and around the city. Mm-hmm. Are we uh, telling people... It took to... nearly a year to get the nighttime directional signal pattern operating again. Get them up! Chop them down! Chop them down! Get them up! Chop them down! Cut them up! Chainsaw! The 90s saw the debuts of John Hancock, Rush Limbaugh, Laura Quinn, John Robinson... Jerry Klein, Jerry V, Al Gardner, Danny Fontana, Dr. Laura, and Spires and Kratz. In 1994, WBT secured the broadcast rights to the NFL Carolina Panthers. First down and 10 Panthers from the Jacksonville 17-yard line. Frank Reich back to pass. Pumps, fires. Christian open at the 10. Christian at the 5. Christian dives in the end zone. Touchdown, Panthers! And mark it down at 3.40 on a Saturday afternoon at the Hall of Fame game. The Panthers with their first touchdown. The following year, WBT acquired 99.3 FM, WBCK in Chester, South Carolina, which eventually became WBT-FM. A good manager is a man who knows how to find good people and turn them loose. At a luncheon celebrating WBT's 75th anniversary in 1997, Charles Crutchfield became the first ever inductee into the WBT Hall of Fame. January 1st, 2000, the entire WBT air staff assembled for a live broadcast from downtown Charlotte. And welcome WBT listeners into the new millennium. 
in the early days of this new century. WBT helped the nation mourn and stay informed in the aftermath of the 9-11 attacks and the ongoing war against terrorism. WBT Live, we just witnessed on CBS and ABC on television, another plane has now crashed into the World Trade Center. Uh, It would appear purposeful. Let's go back to London. Today we have watched the tragedy of an outrageous act of barbaric terrorism carried out by fanatics. None of us will ever forget this day, yet we go forward to defend freedom. Millennium saw the return of John Hancock to WBT and Keith Larson joined the lineup from 9 to noon. On April 10th, 2002, WBT celebrated its 80th anniversary, highlighted by the naming of its main broadcast studio in honor of the legendary Ty Boy. During a ceremony at Spirit Square in Charlotte, WBT inducted Grady Cole and Lunas McGlowan into the WBT Hall of Fame. WBT has been the station of record, covering all of the news that affects the residents of Charlotte and the surrounding areas. Listeners of WBT were first informed of the war in Iraq in March of 2003. And they enjoyed complete coverage of the Carolina Panthers' historic run in Super Bowl 48, February 1st, 2004. In August of 2005, listeners relied on wall-to-wall coverage of the devastation from Hurricane Katrina on WBT. And as WBT has done throughout the ages, they spearheaded an effort to raise money. In cooperation with the Carolina Panthers, WBT raised over $300,000 to help with relief efforts in the Gulf states. Great traditions begin with News Talk 1110 WBT. The Charlotte community has enjoyed WBT's Sky Show continuously since 1976. In 2003, WBT instituted its Hometown Hero program, recognizing weekly the unsung heroes in our community. In November 2004, WBT brought outdoor ice skating to the green uptown with its holiday on ice. WBT has always been and continues to be the leader in providing great historical traditions. In 2006, WBT saw its first ownership change in more than 60 years when Jefferson Pilot merged with the Lincoln Financial Group. April 1st, 2007, Charlotte mourned with the news of the death of two Charlotte police officers, Sean Clark and Jeff Shelton. WBT provided coverage in the days that followed this devastating event and opened its phone lines to Charlotte in an effort to help the city cope with the shock, share their grief, and show their support for our law enforcement officers who put their lives on the line every day to protect and serve our city. February of 2008, Lincoln Financial Media sold WBT to its current owner, Greater Media Incorporated. On April 10th, WBT celebrates 90 years of broadcasting. WBT boasts a strong lineup of leading personalities. Bo Thompson and Stacey Sims anchor the mornings with Jim Zoki Sports. Keith Larson gets the talk started in the mid-morning and is followed by Rush Limbaugh. Vince Coakley drives us home. And John Hancock exhales with us every evening. 
WBT award-winning news team includes John Stokes, Jim Barrow, Chris Miller, Mike Doyle, Mark Garrison, Diane Chase, Tom Miller, and Edward R. Murrow award winner, Jeff Sonier. Getting you through all of the traffic is Chuck Rhodes, Joe Larson, Boomer Von Cannon, and the rest of the Rhodes traffic team. We started April 10th, 1922. Continued broadcasting through the 20th century into the new millennium, which brings us to today. 90 years of information, entertainment, and service to the Queen City and the East Coast. We're the Colossus of the South. We are News Talk 1110 WBT. Excellent documentary. Excellent. Wow, very well. That was that was good. Wow. That's what I'm talking about when we heard the WSB the other day. Well, you know what? We 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 don't need to go back there, Chris. Okay. We we already know that it wasn't. I agree with him, though. Yeah, that shows how it should be done. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's how it should be done. And did a really good job with it. Yes. Yeah. And they had a lot of nice actualities. I remember Hello, Henry. I used to dial by there. It was just a nice, friendly show. It was really cool. I remember John, Robert Rayford. Yeah, Rayford, because Robert Robert Rayford was worked on, at uh, John Wayne Billy. Billy, yeah, he did. And one thing about it, for those of us who live in the West, we never got to hear BT. No. So a lot of this no. is... Uh, now, I did hear him when Hugo knocked their stick down. I was able to hear him a little bit down in South Texas. But... Um, yeah. I got them in Louisiana, but I never got them here because of Cafe B. I got them in Louisiana. Right. Uh, oh, by the way, the only reason when they were when they did that middle of the road top forty format back in nineteen seventy one, they didn't have music at night doing top forty. They had the Dolly Holiday Show, which was brought to you. Uh, which was uh, well, her husband owned the Holiday Inns, and she did the show, and it was all over the yeah, country exactly. on stations. Uh, WNEW FM carried it. WBTAM carried it. WBALAM carried it. Those are the oh, there were a lot of stations that carried it. Oh yeah, sixty. Yeah, WRKO was trying to get rid of it as fast as they could, and they uh, pawned it off on WBOS uh, AM and FM, and that they got rid of it. But they had it for a couple of weeks when they were trying to change over to rock and roll, and it was uh, what what I didn't know was that uh, what's his name uh, uh, Charles Corral had worked at WBT. Yeah, that was interesting. Oh. And. Owen Spann, wasn't he also at ABC yes. Talk Radio later on? Yeah. But he never, did they mention his name at BT? I didn't hear him. They mentioned, yes, they, they did. Yeah, they did. In the 50s, they did. 55. They mentioned yep. him. Owen Spann. Wow, what a memory. Yep. Yeah, they, and, they uh, mentioned a guy They mentioned a guy named David Appleford who uh, ended up working here in Indianapolis for a while, too. He was a British guy, and oh. people just loved him on the air. They were very, very Okay, they mentioned the pro teams, and they, that's what they should, because they were the flagships. But they have always had a significant team in the uh, most of the time North Carolina, but they've uh, they've usually had uh, they've had Duke sometimes and NC State sometimes, depending on uh, you know who was good. I mean, they usually had the best team in the ACC at any given time, you know, for their the for their football and basketball, especially the basketball because it's focused on basketball in that league. So. Now, if I remember right, and I think I remember you had this in a news story. Now they mentioned Greater Media. They weren't they part of a, the Greater Media Beasley swap or trade or purchase. Yeah, so they were they, they were owned by Greater Media, and then Beasley got them. But now they're owned and operated by Urban One. 
Um, that's so right. Urban One has them now. That's right. They, they have them now. That's Karen, right. can you unmute yourself, please? Hello. Go hey. ahead, Karen. Hello. How can how can uh, what WSB, can we? WSB WSB just had its uh, 100th anniversary. Uh huh. And they had a very good special between 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Tuesday. Oh, good, good. Well, maybe we can someday uh, grab that. No, not now because we just did WSB. But I mean, the thing is, that just shows how those things can be done. That other thing we had from WSB was just a sh- uh, skeleton, but yeah, this was really... Yeah, that was was really good. This was one, yeah, maybe it's yeah that was really good. I don't know if any good. of you heard that, uh, but it was I, very I heard, good. I heard parts of it, Karen. Um, it, it was very well done, um, but we had already done WSB, so maybe yeah. next year or the year after we'll try to get that yeah, I know nice. that they, they have a special website. If you if you look it up, WSB has There's a website. There's an anniversary page and and on their website, and uh, I was going to look at it. And um, they said they had extra audio and mm-hmm. other features that they didn't put on the special. Uh huh. Wow. Good. Good. I'm glad they glad they did a good job with the hundredth. That's good. Well, we can we can probably get them on at 150 years. We will. <laughs> We're, we be, you know. even, even, even the amount of coffee I drink won't keep me alive 150 years. Bertie will just be back for voice tracking too. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did you? Were you? A, did you listen to WB? I'm sorry. Did you listen to WSB as a kid at all, Karen? Or yes, I, I did. Now, I don't know, or, know if you could get them at daytime. Well, uh, when I lived in the Atlanta area, I did, and I could. And uh, but when I lived other places, I would get them at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had very good much. coverage. They had a a, a snowstorm in 1982, and they called it Snow Jam. And <laughs> I would listen to a lot of their. They would. Uh, let people know about closings and what roads were. What was it, three or four inches, Karen? I mean, I, I, oh, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but in Atlanta. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, in yeah, Atlanta, that well, actually, set things crazy. Jeff and I have a friend, and he, he commented, and I remember this, Jeff, you'll remember this. He was down there, and he said, these people, they're closing everything. I can walk around here. There's no problem, you know, because there was no traffic. That's he right. Could do whatever but, but he could walk mean, in the three inches of snow. I got to tell you one thing about the Atlanta airport. That is a huge, monstrous airport. and It's a nightmare. And it it's a nice awful. airport, but getting around that airport, they have a train that gets you around that airport. Um, yeah, they do. I've written that. And not only that, I'll tell you, it's the other airport, the that's very... Not, on, not only that, they talk about Charlotte again. That is a really nice airport. They have it together, but when getting you around that airport, that they have yes. all electric, yes. oh, they have golf carts that they use. It's a it's yes. a great. Yes. I have ridden those. Yes, because and, we went to Louisville through Charlotte, and, and they have a wonderful Bojangles there. It was great. I figured you like the well. Bojangles for tra- and, but as a matter of fact, we were going to Charlotte at, when my my youngest daughter Brenna was born, and we were going through Charlotte, and and they forgot to to give us her child carrier seat. And we were we're back. We were in Augusta, Georgia. We we were able to buy one. Then you know we we had, we were able to pick up an extra one. And we got back to the airport, and the lady at the airport remembered us and says, "I found this for you, and I wanted to hold up, hoping that you'd be back to pick it up." And I and we got the the original child seat back, 
Oh. And my, oh, my, and my ex-wife uh, said to me something like, she said to me something like, you would never see that. Many people would never do that, but they would. And when I went to, when I went to visit uh, Augusta, Georgia, I, I took a flight there myself. And the guy said, well, there's a, there's a problem with your flight. And I said, what do you mean? I'm like, it's, it's scheduled properly. What's going on? He goes, don't worry. Just sit down here and I'll take care of you. He upgraded yeah. my tickets from coach to first class, no charge. That was that was another good experience. So I could cool. tell you that was, wow. that was kind of fun. All right. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. So, so, <laughs> thanks, everyone. Yeah. That brings it uh, <laughs> brings us around. How about the, the, the WBT air check of the sales presentation? And Tom McMurray, yeah. he worked at the, he got out of radio. I'm not, and they never really explained why he said in 1977, I've had enough of radio. But maybe after being in radio and after working in radio for many years, I can maybe understand. But he was a consultant. He saw where it was going. And who, who saw <laughs> yeah, the, right. maybe who saw who saw a way of making WBT sound like it like like it really was on that air check that you heard mm-hmm. earlier in that presentation. Um, he oh, under, what, and, by the way, what's the name of that voiceover guy? Because I hear his voice all the time, and I don't know who he is. I've heard him a lot of places. I don't yeah. know his name. Yeah. Um, no, it's not I think it's Lonnie something. I think yeah. I've heard it was. Lonnie oh, is that Lonnie Perkins? Is that who that is? I think so. Lonnie Perkins. Oh, I always hear him. I hear him a lot, but yeah. I just never, you know, yeah. a lot of these guys you don't know. I know Jim Cutler, and I know different ones, Pete Gustin, and different ones, but there's some you just don't know who they are. Yeah, and and Lonnie Perkins was in Indianapolis for a while, too, at WIBC. So, yeah, uh, no, great voice. Great is. voice. What, what's going on? Yeah. What, what, yeah, what does that say about Indianapolis? Apple. A lot of people come through Indianapolis, <laughs> don't they, Bernie? They do. Like, I know, yeah. It don't rain in Indianapolis in the summertime, and they like yeah, that. And they come yeah, through. They like too. quarterbacks. They just keep that's coming. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. All the quarterbacks go through. They can't make anybody play here. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about we listen to uh, the uh, WBT sales presentation from 71 and 72? Because that was the year they really made major changes. Here yeah. we go. It's hard to believe that in 1922, so many radio stations came on the air. We featured WSB in Atlanta, Georgia, WORAM in New York City, and this week we're traveling to Charlotte, North Carolina, where we're going to celebrate 100 years of radio station WBTAM, which signed on the air on March 22, 1922. However, in 1971, consultant Tom McMurray took this radio station and revolutionized it. I started listening to WBZ back in the 1960s. It was a sleepy, middle-of-the-road radio station. But in 1971, Tom McMurray... Murray, radio consultant, completely changed the sound of WBTAM. It was no longer that sleepy middle-of-the-road radio station. It was a powerhouse, full-service radio station. This week, we're going to present a profile of radio station WBTAM from 1971 and 1972. I think you'll enjoy all the elements of how Tom McMurray made this radio station such a big success on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. can a radio station become involved in its community? How can it become a part of the community rather than just being a superficial showplace, showcasing community involvement? Think of ourselves as a citizen. Did it relate? Was it a part of what's happening? Mixed with the people. To get into the heart of it, to find out what motivates people. Strike an emotion. Its basic motivation is human need. We've got to make something happen. That's community involvement. 
you increase your speed to about 50 miles an hour and the traffic behind you keeps pace. As you slow to turn on Rama Road, you forget to signal for the left turn. Will the car behind you stop in time? No. WBT. We care about Charlotte and its people. and a song called Amazing Grace. That is an amazing song, the way it's stayed with us down through the years, isn't it? And I like it very much. On WBT in Charlotte, 714 in the morning on the Boyd Show. Have a thought for you. Someone once said a picture is worth a thousand words. And someone else very ably answered by replying, saying, if you'll give me a baggage allowance of a thousand well-chosen words, I'll take with me the 23rd Psalm and the Lord's Prayer and a sonnet by Shakespeare and the Hippocratic Oath. The preamble to the Constitution of the United States and Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. And I wouldn't trade that for any picture. 
in the world. Hey, that's kind of heavy, huh? 7.15 on the Boyd Show this morning, WBT. Let's go to Chicago. No matter what time it is, Chicago always knows. Chicago, does anybody really know what time it is? 718 on the Ty Boyd Show at WBT this morning. The lowest lead, highest octane gasoline for the money is here. New Big Plus, now at Esso Stations. See, here's one for you to shave by this morning at 719. A dozen double rubber baby buggy bumpers. Come on, say it with me. A dozen double rubber baby buggy bumpers. A dozen double rubber baby buggy bumpers. Roll back out the alley, baby, and drink some more wine on BT the Raiders. H.A. Thompson Showtime at your radio station, WBT. Listener lines are open now, taking your question on today's topic, abortion. Shirley Bassey at BT. Diamonds are forever. WBT, fair skies today, looking for a high of 65. Run a carbon copy on that tomorrow. A.J. Thompson, for the woman with a man in mind. On 1110 WBT. Charlotte weather, mostly sunny. 30% chance of rain today. High 65. Low tonight, 30. 48. The present WBT temperature. That's what's happening. This is Frank Richardson. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Petrie. 1110 WBT. Welcome back to more of us. Making Love Month your month. Joe Turner brings her back to BT. <laughs> the infamous my gal Corina. Corina, Corina. Missing that gal. Joe Turner, Corina, Corina, WBT on the Jack Petrie Show. Nine minutes after one. Round out that collection. Pick up WBT Art Treasure Number 2. It's the WBT Love Poster. Free at all Shoney's and Collins or the Intimate Bookshops. WBT for tomorrow's from Bobby Vinton. 113 at WBT on the Jack Petrie Show. Well, you got him where you want him today. But uh, what about tomorrow? Tonight you're mine completely. with my 
Divers at WBT, and we're looking for the Carolina's greatest love story. What's yours to perhaps win a European holiday for two? The love lines are open now. Give us a call at 374-L-O-V-E. After day at WBT on the Mike Ivory Show. Here's one that brings back memories of 1963. Remember Kayu Sakamoto? Five twenty-eight on the Mike Ivory Show at WBT, playing all the hits of now and then. Eleven ten WBT Sunday Night Hall of Fame plays your. is one of the uh, leaders in the South and is known as one of America's all-American cities. Um, well, there's a lot of things I don't like. Um, let's see, some of them... Uh... I don't like the traffic downtown. It's friendly. Uh... It's a growing town, uh, and I'm proud to be part of it. And you really don't realize how great it is until you have the fear of having to move to another city. WBT listens to you. We care. Sonny James and Young Love, one of the big hit songs out of the 50s. And you know, I don't think you have to be any certain age to qualify for Young Love. I think if you've got it in your heart, you've got it. 22 past 9 o'clock on the Bob Lisi Show on Charlotte's Entertainer. It's been since I heard that song last. That's Sunny and the Sun Glows and Talk to Me on WBT. 24 after 9 on the Bob Lacey Show. Nice to be tagging along with you tonight. Celebrate Love Month with your free WBT Love poster waiting for you at all Shoney's, Collins, and the Intimate Bookshops. Charlotte weather, partly cloudy and cool. Low tonight, 38. And our high tomorrow, 55. 49, the present WBT temperature. WBT. No matter what time it is, it's 1110 in Charlotte. Call anytime. We're here to help each and every one of us. Good afternoon.
afternoon, Mr. Tarleton's office. Kathy Oliver speaking. Carol Henson speaking. Good afternoon, WBT Advertising. June Matt Cumber. Good morning, WBT Advertising. June Matt Cumber. Good morning, WBT Advertising. Larry Ralph speaking. Good afternoon, personnel. This is Carolyn Butler. Well, there you go. Remembering WBTAM in Charlotte, North Carolina, as they celebrate 100 years of operation. This was a sales presentation produced by Tom McMurray, who was the consultant who came up with the idea of this format that you heard from WBT in 1971 and 1972. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line. It's toll-free and hassle-free at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and at option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Don't think that station would make it today. I think that that with refinement... Well, yeah, with refinement. that, That certain aspects of that format probably could work. One of the things I noticed, and I think Bernie, you'd notice it, is that the music changed depending on the time of day. And of, yes. I, I noticed the midday music was a little softer and had a few more oldies, and the afternoon was a little harder, and the evening was uh, more more up was more was a little bit more up tempo. And the guy Bob Lacey, yeah, I, I saw a lot of stations do that too. I, yeah, a lot of stations did that. Thought they, I thought they were a little more up tempo than that. I. Uh seems to me I heard them a lot at night, of course, and it seemed they were pretty up-tempo, but uh, maybe that was a little later in the 70s. Maybe, um, but I but I can tell you that, yeah. that Bob Lacey, we featured him on All Things Radio Live because he is the is, is the late, is the guy who works with Sherry Lynch. It's so Bob and Sherry who were syndicated, uh, and they used to be on they used to be on WL what was it, WL and KFM in Charlotte, North Carolina at one point. So, oh, okay. Uh-oh. I remember that, yeah. He, he was here before. I, the first When I first got an FM radio and I could get WAAB uh, to really listen to it, I could hear him at 1440, but then I got him one of said the signal that was later WAAF. And um, he was there. He was one of their DJs. And Mike Ivers, I guess, worked in Fitchburg, Massachusetts before he went to went there and then came back to and, Providence in the late well, And you know uh, why he came back to Providence? Because uh, Tom McMurray was hired to consult WPRO back then. And so he was H-J-J-J-A-R doing JAR to turn it into HJJ. Yeah, that's right. But he and also Mike worked. Ivers was he in Indianapolis? In Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, you know, because I knew I knew like, that name 19, from some. Yeah. Yeah, 1979. He worked on WNDE. They were still playing music. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then when they when they finally changed format, he actually worked. Uh, Part time on WENS, which I worked for starting in 1981. So, but the thing that uh, crossed my that. mind that when when I heard you know Kareen uh, Karina during the day, and that's great, and you know uh, by Joe Turner, all right, Joe Turner, and you know as a kid, if I'd grown up in Charlotte, and uh, you know 1956 when that was out, and I was maybe hearing it on the black stations or finding it on whatever might have been their top 40, early top 40, I was like, I would never, ever ever expect WBT to play this song. That would have freaked me out. By the way, the question is, could that station make it today? The answer is no. No. That's why well, I said it would be allowed to make it today. That's well, the bigger question. Too bad. That's, well, that's, why I, that's, when I, that's when I said to Bill, 
a format like that might be able to work if it's reworked and re and re pop and re refigured. But uh, you're right; it's it, it certainly is 19, 1971, 72 because a lot of yeah, stations yeah. sounded kind of like that. But and the cool thing they did with the spirit of Charlotte, we had the spirit of New England for BZ, and a lot of stations were doing that. That was a, a, a big national thing about get involved with the community and all that stuff, and because that was the real. <clears throat> the people uh, that were my age were just turning, you know, getting getting to be adults, you know, 21, 22, 23. They had just come out of college. They were like, okay, community involvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to, you know, do all this stuff. We just got out of college and did demonstrations. Now we want to. And that was a real uh, you know, hot button kind of thing to do. That, that really hit well when you heard that stuff. Well, I can tell you that they it was. Definitely were, they had a big sound, though. They really did. Yes. And then, and they had a show on Saturday nights later on in the 70s called, I forget what it was called, Hi-Fi Oldies or Hi-Fi something or another. And it was on at midnight. And they would go and play stuff from the 40s and 50s. But it sounded so good because they had such a good signal, it didn't matter if it was stereo or anything. They, You know, you got it in the wintertime and just bombed in up here. And it was a really nice show. I forget who hosted it, but that was like around 77 or 8. The guy I liked was Jack Petrie. I love that deep voice of his. Uh, that wow, guy that, yeah. That, that, he also did some evening work. He did some work on the weekends, and you got to hear him. And then Ray Gooding. We didn't get to hear Ray Gooding in Rock and Ray in the Hall of Fame show on Sunday. That that was a that was a soul show basically, and they played a lot of soul music on Sunday nights on that show. Yeah, on that show, and I used so. to listen to that Mike Arbor show on Sunday night, the Sunday night Hall of Fame. I used to listen to it all the time. So early seventies. Well, Bill, I think it's time to go to Australia so I can get my didgeridoo. You didgeridoo, yeah. and how many cups are we up to today on the... No, just four today, just four. Just Go to four. the land down under and see if the men are still at work. Yeah. True. First of all, once again, happy anniversary to the All Things Radio crew, to you guys. And who yeah. Would, would, you guys have, would you guys have thought 13 years ago that you'd be around to feature these 100th anniversaries of these No. We didn't even, first of all, we didn't even think about numbering our things as we thought we were just doing it as a you know we weren't real serious about it and we started mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't even a podcast it was on a, it was it was on an audio internet chat yeah. line so that's where it started Not, it was we on were audio about as desperate as you could get <coughs> so, that audio on there was terrible too wasn't it jeff yeah but bill but bill and i stuck in we and we I, and my sister asked me if I, if I missed any All Things Radio shows. I don't think I've missed any shows. I, I may not have been there on every live show, but I've been on a 99% of them. Uh, the only time I missed, I know, is when I moved from one place to another in Albany. I didn't have internet service at the time. So, well, I started listening to you on 2011, and I think I've heard you on every show since then. I think it was like summer of 2011. We kid, we kid, I kid around with my sister. I keep telling her I don't have a life. But uh, but I, guess I think I missed last year when they put me in the hospital a yeah. day early. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But oh, I was you've been in transit a couple of times for coming back from Florida and all that kind of stuff. But, but, okay. but I planned on but doing this tie, from the hospital. to tie all this together, we are going to go here tonight on the countdown. I know it's going to be very prominent on Tim's 1983 countdown, The Land oh, yeah. Down Under. We did a promo for Tim. Yeah, that was yeah. 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 All right. Well, we'll put this on. Thank the crew. Thank everybody. And bringing back some of those names. And I thought, I know, I know that Mike Ivers. And yeah. Bernie brought that back. And that David Affelford. 
I remember he went with Gary yeah. Todd up and to... And Pete Sullivan, too, by the way. Pete Sullivan worked on WIFE for a while, so... Yeah, it's, so it's see? crazy. And, but he went with Gary Todd up to Anderson. Remember that station, WXXP? Yeah, and he brought David Appleford back to, to work there. Right. You know. So, yeah. there you go. So he had two two tours of duty in Indianapolis. I guess know where he is now. <laughs> but here we go. All right. Well, we'll we'll go down under now. And Jeff, All go right. get that other cup. This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to Canberra, Australia, the capital of the country. It's located in the Australian Capital Territory, and we're going to listen to radio station 2CA. The station plays an oldies format. Well, it's not quite the oldies format that you're used to hearing music of the 50s and 60s, but it is a pretty good format nevertheless. The radio announcer's name is Banco, and we begin this featured station segment with the top 10 countdown of 1979. 2CA's four-day forecast for Canberra. New update rebates apply on ducted reverse cycle units. Call Climate Master today. Partly cloudy with a top of 22 today, mostly fine, and 23 tomorrow. Light winds with a top of 24 on Saturday, fine with the chance of an evening shower, and 24 again on Sunday. Right now it's 17 in Braddon, 17 in Belconnen, and 17 in Isabella Plains. From the Capital Radio Network, across Canberra on DAB Radio, and on your Google Smart Speaker. Welcome to Forever Classic 2CA. Now, 10 from Ben. This was a good year, 1979. The Canberra Cannons made the NBL on debut. They made the grand final. Also, a five-kilo hailstorm was found in the ACT as well. Five kilos? Imagine that. Also in the movies, Mad Max, Alien, and this. It's not the of Brian, 1979, the biggest songs of the year from the 2CA charts. Number 10, originally a Bruce Springsteen song, Point Assistance, 2CA's 10 from there. I'm riding in your car. Stewart, 2CA's 10 from Ben, and you won't believe what one of the biggest songs of the year was. Ian Jury and a blockhead still to come, and there's 2CA 10 from Ben, 1979, The Village People at number 8. It's an Aussie classic. I'll slip an extra shrimp on the barbie for you. 2CA's 10 from Ben. Number 7. Fill your car up on us. Beat the Bowser starts Tuesday on Forever Classic 2CA. Number 6. Injury in the blockheads at number 6. 2CA's 10 from then, 1979. These guys are a bunch of session musicians. All of a sudden they had some hits. This isn't a job where we have to go sit in traffic and go, oh, I hate my job. This is a wonderful see the world. Music. People stand up and applaud for us afterwards. Most humble bunch of blokes, Toto, number five. 1979, this is 2CA. 
TCA's 10 from then. 1979, number four. Number three. Dan Hartman at number two. 1979 was the year ABBA had already been to Australia. There was fever, there was hysteria, there was sweaty, obsessed crowd. One of the most insane Australian tours ever. And ABBA at number one. This is 1979. Chiquitita, tell me what's wrong. Forever Classic 2CA. It's Becco just keeping an eye on ACT petrol prices. Uh, I think the word is fill up before the long weekend because the cheapest you'll get is $1.89 7-Eleven Fishwick, $1.90 7-Eleven Carabar, and the rest are well nudging $2 a litre. But 2CA has seen an opportunity. So from Tuesday, free fuel every hour from 6 with Holmesy and Jan. It is Beat the Bowser Tuesday here on Forever Classic 2CA. Minute work to come. This is Susie A. More next. The Classic Breakfast with Holmesy and Jen. Well, it was 1876 when Alexander Graham Bell made the first phone call ever. What do you think that he would make of the mobile phone Mm. to see what his invention has become? I think he'd be chuffed. So did he call you that day? Yeah. (laughs) As my son would say, burn! Yeah. Yes, <laughs> he did actually. Weekdays on 2CA. Everything for your home. The one and only Harvey Norman Fishwick. Forever Classic 2CA. song after another forever classic to CA forever classic to CA heading to a 30 minute music marathon after this in fact I don't want to go out. I want to stay in and get things done. 30-minute music marathon with the Jacksons. And the Grease soundtrack. All those to come in the next 30 minutes. Part of the Capital Radio Network. This is Forever Classic 2CA. From the Capital Radio Network. Across Canberra on DAB Radio. And on your Google Smart Speaker. Welcome to Forever Classic 2CA. Now, Becco with another 30-minute music marathon. Forever Classic 2CA. 
60-minute music marathon. Forever Classic 2CA. Thirty-minute music marathon. Just to free up the site. Thanks for playing all Intimate with Cliff about 40 years ago. You and Sir Cliff Richard. Well, we touched. <laughs> <laughs> Weekdays on 2CA. Everybody's talking about the new sound. Funny, but it's too rock and roll to me. Forever Classic 2CA is literally liquid gold. Petrol right across the ACT, nudging $2 a litre. So from Tuesday from 6, free fuel every hour. But don't get too greedy. It is 2CA's Beat the Bowser from Tuesday. Forever Classic 2CA. Classic 2CA. Forever Classic 2CA, wrapping up a 30-minute music marathon with Frankie Valley and Greece. In fact, written by the Bee Gees. And the reason they didn't do the song was because they thought Frankie Valley fit the theme of the movie Grease better than they did. And, well, they get the money anyway. A 30-minute music marathon wrapped up. And more to come after this, the legendary Beatles. The experimental album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Forever Classic, 2CA. Well, there you go. A radio station from down under. That's 2CA from Canberra, Australia, and their oldies format. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.